You're listening to An Open Dialogue. I'm Violet Al. And I'm Todra Candle. And today we are talking about fandoms. Fandoms, yes. Um, which is, is um, you know, Game of Thrones recently came back for its final season. And really? I think, wow. <laughs> I don't know if you heard. No idea. <laughs> but um, it's funny because we, you know, we've kind of talked about that because I watch Game of Thrones and you don't. And um, it's we were talking about that sometimes fandoms tend to go a little nuts or a little crazy over their shows. And then the people who don't watch or the people who aren't involved, I think for some people they feel left out. For some people they just feel bored and tired of the discussion. And some people actually get angry about it. You know, I've seen posts on Facebook in the last few weeks with Game of Thrones coming back. I've seen obviously a a lot of posts about Game of Thrones and people counting down. I've done my own post about counting down. But then I've also seen posts from people that are like, enough. I'm sick of it. I don't want to hear about it. Don't tell me about Game of Thrones. So, um, so yeah, I think there's, there's both sides of the coin. There's the people who are wholeheartedly part of the fandom, the people who don't care one way or, ne- or the other, and the people who are almost like vehemently opposed to the fandoms. Right. And I don't really, with, when it comes to Game of Thrones, I mean, my kids watch it. So I have this like peripheral. Yesterday, Haley and I were out and she said something about it. And I said, yeah, Arya and, and whatever. And I, and I said, that is a name, right? And she's like, yeah. And I said, Jon <laughs> Snow. And she says, yeah. And I said, see, Basically, it, it's just I pick things up from, you know, osmosis. Pop culture. I, yeah. yeah, pop culture. And just from my kids, listening to the kids talk and, you know, whatever. So I don't really, like, I would never post and say I'm sick of it. I, I just, it's just not, it's just not something that necessarily interests me. Um, I don't know. Maybe at some point in time I would, you know, go back and watch it. But uh, no. I never, I never watched it. Um when it when it first came out and 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 like you I kind of picked up things through osmosis like because I am a fan of pop culture I knew who the actors and actresses were I knew several of the character names I'd seen some memes that didn't really make sense but I kind of had a vague idea you know that obviously people were fighting over who was going to be king or queen but um and I had seen I was at a friend's house in Nashville for an author event and this was a season I don't even remember, maybe season six premiere, maybe season seven premiere. I don't, I don't remember which season. But anyway, um, I was there on premiere night and she was going to be kind and not watch it. And I was like, no, are you kidding? No, definitely go ahead and watch it. I don't care. You know, I'll, I'll do something else. I'm not worried. And it was funny because there were a couple of scenes that I like looked up and, and this was the season that um, Ed Sheeran made an appearance. Oh, uh-huh. like, right. Is that? Ed Sheeran and 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 there was like you know a reference to like a brother and sister who were having sex and I was just kind of like okay and there was like a guy who was in what seemed to me to be some type of monastery who was cleaning out chamber pots and I was like yeah I don't I don't know that I would be interested in this show (laughs) but then my son came home from college one weekend and was like mom you have to watch this show. You would absolutely love this show. We're sitting down tonight and we're watching it and I'm going to rewatch the first season with you. And I was hooked. And, and from that point, voraciously into it. So what was the first fandom that you kind of bought into or took part of? Um, that one's not that difficult for me because I was never a, you know, I, I grew up in the age of the Trekkies and, and, Friends who were all into Star Wars, and, whatever. and I, I never watched Star Trek. I, I will never be a Trekkie. Have no interest in it at all. Um, 
Star Wars I enjoyed, but it wasn't like I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't dress up as Princess Leia. I didn't have the, the, the figures, whatever. It was, it was like, okay, it was a fun movie, but now I'm moving on. So, um, uh, so I would, I think I would have to say Buffy. Um, and I was trying to think if there was anything beforehand. Uh, most of the time it would be books, uh, more than it would be television or right. movies, you know. Um, but yes, Buffy for me was this thing that I, Clint and I fell on because in the beginning, a lot of people don't remember, Buffy really was, it was a mid-season replacement show and most people were not interested because the movie had been so horrible. Um, the movie was very camp and very, uh, kind of, it just, it just, yeah, you know, it just wasn't great. Um, I don't even think we had seen the movie at that point. We were aware of it, and I was aware that there was a television show that was coming on that was called, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But we were flipping around the TV one night, you know, uh, our kids, we only had three kids at that point, and I think Kate was a baby. Um, and, and we're flipping around, and we start seeing this, something caught our attention, and we're we, mid-episode, and we're like, oh, oh, well, it's kind of fun, and we started watching it, and, and we just, we were, I mean, it, it was definitely a fandom. Um, by the second season, I had become so hooked that, uh, you know, I was, I was part of a, one of the very first, um, I don't know, I guess you would call it a chat room. I don't even know if it would have been called that in those days. We, did, we, <laughs> we, we were very rudimentary. Um, uh, but, you know, it was, it was just this whole thing. Um, uh, there wasn't any social media, so it wasn't like I could say, hey, has anybody watched this show? Um, and I didn't have, uh, most of my friends, uh, I, I didn't have a lot of friends who would have been interested in watching that. Um, so it was very much like, I'm watching this show and I don't really want to tell you what it is, you know, but it's really right. good. But it became, and by the end, we would have like watching parties. Um, Tuesday nights, we would have members of our family would come over. Clint would make hot fudge sauce and ice cream and we would, you know, so it was, it was a thing. It was definitely a thing. Well, I think you hit on something there with, with um, social media. Like it's, I, I really think, I mean, obviously there were fandoms before. I right. mean, I, I know um, you know, people for Star Trek and, and right. Star Wars and, and even like, I'm trying, trying to think of other of other stories like The Sopranos or whatever. Like you had big fandoms. Yeah. Doctor Who. Yes, definitely. Even, I definitely. Mean, even back in the day, even way yeah, back. And still. Yeah. I think still. social media has kind of exploded that or taken it to the next room. And I do think that started with, with um, chat rooms or that yeah. started with forums yes. discussion forums yes. online things yes. like that but I think with social media now with with Twitter and with Facebook and memes and things it's just really exploded and and it's funny how sometimes that's sometimes it's hard to tell which came first the fandom or the social media wave like with Bird Box mm, like Bird true. Box came out on Netflix and right. suddenly all of social media exploded and right. then everybody started like I had never heard of Bird Box I didn't know it was coming I am a Sandra Bullock fan I mm -hmm. do like Sarah Paulson but I knew nothing about this movie but I started seeing all these memes and all these tweets and I was like what is this what is everybody talking about and I do think sometimes that's how fans get kind of roped into a fandom is that it's Rather than it being an initial interest in whatever the subject matter is, mm -hmm. like with Game of Thrones, you know, when someone told me, like, 
dragons, you know, right. battles, lots of sex and nudity or whatever. Eh, don't really care. But I think that it, there reaches a point when it when it becomes so popular on social media, you kind of want to know what everybody's talking about. You yeah. kind of, you know, you kind of want to be in on the joke or you kind of want to know what's going on. And I do think there are some people who staunchly do not want to be a part of that. And, and the more popular it gets, the more determined they are to not have anything to do with it. Yeah. Um, but I think that there's some people, and, and I'm definitely guilty of this, of, of like, I'm like, well, what are, what are they talking about? Let me see. Yeah. I want to see what they're talking about. And see, I would say I'm the opposite. I am definitely the, the if, if everybody's on a bandwagon, I want very little to do with it. And I think that's why at first Buffy attracted me so much because it wasn't everybody. Because I was thinking I was also a big fan of Friends back in the day, but a lot of people were. That was that was a very mainline, mainstream, popular show. And, you know, and there were a lot of people. Um, uh, Outlander, I was a fan back in the days of when Diana was on the uh, CompuServe chat right. rooms all the time. Right. I actually, you know, my, my dad's the one who read um, uh, the very first book and said to me, you will love this. And, and he and I actually, you know, would write to Diana. And, and we, so, so that was when our fandom was there. I have never seen the television series and really don't have any desire to see it because for me, the books um, just hold such a special place in my heart that I don't want to, to do that. You don't but, want to mar them. Right. Yeah. And, 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 uh, but and and there is definitely an elephant an element with me of I really don't want anything to do with something that everybody is is that you know is jumping on board. So I, I see. Tend to go I'm the other funny way. because I was definitely like that in I would say high school, college, early twenties. Like I have never seen any of the Back to the Future movies. Mm. I've never seen any of the original Karate Kid movies. I did see oh, the yeah. um, the Jaden Smith. Yeah. Um, like modern version, I guess you would say, recent right. version. Uh, I never watched Friends. I've seen mm -hmm. Friends now because I've seen episodes in syndication or I've seen episodes or little clips or videos, you know, things like that. But I did not watch Friends when it came out. Um, and, and there were, you know, a lot of shows and movies like that, that because it was so popular, I was kind of like, I want nothing to do with it. And I don't know that there was anything that specifically shifted me into the like, a, okay, I'm game. I want to, I want something to do with it. Um, I mean, I like Star Wars. I enjoy Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I've liked the Star Trek movies and enjoyed them, but it wasn't something that appealed to me that like, I want to belong to this. I right. want to be part of this. Yeah. I think the first fandom that I actually like jumped in and was like yes I want to be part of this was Twilight and oh, it was yeah. just That's because true. I wanted to discuss it with anyone yes. that would discuss it yes. with me and it, yes. it wasn't that it wasn't like a I want to be part of this fandom or I want to be a Twilight or whatever right. it was it was just that I wanted to talk about those books with anybody that would talk about yes. them I started reading the books I know we've discussed before on the on the yeah. podcast I started reading the books because my students were reading them and I wanted to discuss them with adults. Mm -hmm. So that was my kind of like reaching out with Twilight was to find other people to discuss it with. And I think that was the first kind of crazy fandom yeah. that I was a part of. Um, my friend, Beth, who tried for years to get me to read Outlander, um, I finally started reading it like the end of January. Um, 
like, I don't know, it's been three or four years ago now, maybe even five years ago. And by the end of March, I had finished the whole series. And she invited me to go to an, a local Outlander event. And I was a little bit nervous of kind of like, what are we going to do? Like, do, <laughs> are there passwords? Do we have to dress up? Like, because even with Twilight, I hadn't participated in anything that was like an in-person event. It had, yeah. it had just been stuff online. And um, I found this, I think just a camaraderie, you know, when you're with this group of people, whether that be online or whether that be in person, and you all share this passion for the right. same thing. And you can, yes. you can talk about it and you can share theories about it and you can share favorite moments and you can quote lines. And, you know, I think that that's maybe why people get so fanatic about it. There's, I think part of it is the, the quality of the show or the quality of the story. Definitely. But I think a huge part of it is this sense of belonging it is. to a community. group who shares your it's, passion. It's yeah. community. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I was thinking that, that I jumped on late onto things like, like Sex in the City. You know, I, I know that there was that whole wave while Sex in the City was on. Well, I didn't start watching it until it was on because we couldn't afford cable. So, you know, I didn't watch it until it came on um, the CW, I think it was on, uh, in a very sanitized version. <laughs> And once I actually, then it, it came on like Netflix and Hulu and whatever. And, and once I saw the actual episodes, you know, on, on Netflix and Hulu later, I was shocked by what I had missed in those sanitized versions. I was like, oh, wow. Different um, show. Yeah, completely. You know, because they just would cut out whole sections. Right, um, right. And, and so I was like, oh, wow, now this makes a lot more sense. But it really did. And I, and I did watch all of them and, um, and the movies and everything. And I even now, you know, enjoy it. So I feel like that's a fandom I came on much later. Um, again, it just wasn't anything that at the time I had young children and it wasn't anything that, I, um, you know, that I was really interested in. Um, True Blood, kind of same thing. I was, I watched the first episode, um, and it didn't really, you know, I love the books. I just didn't like the, the TV shows, but yes. See, I and True Blood is one that's, I, I'm odd in that, that I didn't care for the show or the, or the books. Like that one just didn't appeal to me. I like the books, but I did not like those books as I like the earlier books um, more than I did the later ones and I um, liked her other series of books actually better the, the, the titles of which escape me at the moment but she has another set that's about um, that's about a, a girl who I think there's two or three of them something about dead um, it's not Suki. I yeah, I can't remember what it is. But at any rate, um, and I like those much better. I think they are a, a better story and a better, um, uh, you know, set of characters and whatever. But, uh, um, you know, I it's it's just not it's just not my my kind of thing. But I still enjoyed the the Suki Stackhouse ones. You know, they weren't they weren't. Uh, well, I think um, I, I think it's it's funny how like once I. Harper Connolly, sorry, that was the Harper Connolly series. Okay. That's the ones I liked. Okay, once you watch a movie. Once I watch a movie, especially if it's based on a true story, then I am like voracious to go and look up everything about it. Yeah. And I think that's one thing about having, you know, these huge fandoms is that as soon as something premieres, like, you know, Game of Thrones was on and, you know, the next morning I could easily go and read 
articles about behind the scenes and interviews with the actors and predictions and theories and hidden Easter eggs and did you catch this and did you see that and and I love that aspect of it I love the aspect of being able to to dive deeper and so when you have things that are really popular Mm -hmm. then you you know it kind of gives you a lot of extra material or it gives you a lot of places you know to go to find out more about it um and and Twitter like I love like when when something like that is on and Twitter, it's almost like having a conversation with thousands of people mm-hmm. about this thing that you're watching, you know, because people are commenting in yeah. real time and people are commenting on the comments and people, you know, and some people are extremely clever and funny. And so they pick <laughs> out things and, or you might see something you're like, oh my gosh, I was, j- I just said that, or I just yeah. thought that, you yeah. know? And so I do think social media gives you so many more layers to that community feeling or feeling of belonging because suddenly there's all these people that you've never met before that think the same way you do or are enjoying the same things you are or frustrated or disgusted by the same things you are. And so um, it, it, you know, it lends this whole new level of, of community to well, things. And, and I do think that, that um, too, um, we've seen <sighs> – Super fandoms like that used to be kind of looked down on as those, like the only people who were participating in it were were um, nerds. nerds and geeks. Yeah. And then I think, you know what I think went a long way to make these more acceptable is the show The Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory, uh, yes, yeah, because, because they kind of highlighted yes, that. You know, they, yes, yeah. they celebrated their nerdiness. They were like, yeah, you know, you got, you saw them, you saw grown men who clearly were intelligent, had good jobs, had, you know, um, and, and they were dressing up and going to Comic Con. They were, you know, yeah. they were dressing up and having D and D parties. They, you know, and, and they kind of sell. And, and they said they know, you know, they they talked about how they were, um, but you they know. embraced it exactly. But they yeah. talked about how they'd been bullied and whatever for for the the very things. Um, and I think the fact that they showed that they actually attracted other people and drew them into their circle rather than them getting drawn out into other people, I, I think that that went a long way to normalize it. Um, you know, I know my parents, and this this might be kind of where I get some of my, you know, my, my nope, I, I don't need to jump on that bandwagon. Um, you know, my parents were definitely not fandom people at all. Um, and, and this was, I remember when they watched, uh, you know, different things and they'd be like, well, I just, I just don't get why people are so excited about it. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, but they would talk about the Star Trek and, and, and say, well, those people just don't have a life. And see, and I think that's on, I think that's unfair. I think it's you know very I mean? unfair. I think yeah. it's very unfair. I think it's a choice. You know, I think it's a, a choice. I know even my husband will say, well, I wish I had time to blah, 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 blah. Well, that's not really the, the, the point. The point is you make the time. I mean, right. there's... For some people that might be gardening. Right. And, Absolutely. and spending, you know, hours... Absolutely. It's pruning plants and, and weeding flower yeah. beds, Absolutely. plants that are going to die yeah. as soon as it gets hot. Like, exactly. you know what I mean? Exactly. So, I mean, I, I think it's just, it's how you spend your time, how you enjoy spending your time. And I don't think there's inherently more value... In, yeah. in one hobby than no. another. Um, no. So, but, but I don't know. And for some people, I think it's a way to connect, it, especially if you look at those stereotypical 
you know, geek and nerd personalities that like, you know, that's a common ground. That's a way to connect with other people. And, And I think with each of those shows, with each of those fandoms, there's things that we find common ground. There's things right. that we find that we have in common. Yeah. Um, and I look at, I mean, there's so many, there's so many shows that I did not watch. And it wasn't like because I was refusing to watch. It may have just been where I was at in exactly. at life in the time and what mm-hmm. my priorities were at the time. But like, I've never seen Mad Men. I've no, heard wonderful me things about it. The Office. I see all sorts of clips yeah. and memes I am and quotes an from The fan. Office, yeah. you know, that, that makes me think I would like The Office. My son's recently been watching The Office. Um Marvel, we've talked about oh, Marvel yes. and kind well, of being, you know, in the into the comic books and the superhero right. fandom. Doctor Who yep. is obviously a huge mm-hmm. fandom. Now, I watched Doctor Who as a kid um, when it was kind of like a cheesy little <laughs> show, you know, that we could get on. Um, I think it was on BBC at the time. I could PBS, be yeah. Okay, yep, yeah, that was PBS. probably it. Yeah, but um, but I haven't watched, you know, the modern. Um, and see, I never watched it as that. a kid, but my my kids got into it. Um, you know, within the last probably 10 years. And so I started watching it. And now we watched this last season with the, the, the female doctor. And, um, oh my gosh, it was, it was like one of those shows we could not wait. And it was so timely. And just, I think they were some of the best episodes of, of the entire uh, revitalized series happened this past season. Um, well, we live in a time now where even if you, if you weren't, on the bandwagon like the first time around you know like I with Sex and the City like I never watched it and then I had a friend who who was definitely part of that fandom and um, before the first movie came out she was like oh you have to watch the show and so she had the DVD set and I would go over to her house and we would watch like you know a couple episodes um, until I got caught up but now with binging Yes. And, you know, with on demand and Netflix and, and Hulu and some of these other things, like we can easily go back and watch, you know, an entire series or you can watch an entire season in a weekend or something right. like that. So it's very easy to get caught up on these types of and things. And it's fun. It's a fun thing to do. It is know? fun. Yeah, it is fun. And I, you know, that whole like one more episode, I think with, right. with Breaking Bad, Oh my gosh, I can't tell you how much sleep we lost because we would be like, just one more episode. Just one. And it would be like two o'clock in the morning. We're like, let's watch one more, you know? Um, and so I do think binging has changed how we how we take part and, and how we, you know, you can jump on the bandwagon after something has already started. Um, yeah. We finished Game of Thrones. It must have been after season six that we came in because I think we were trying to finish before season seven started. And I think we finished six seasons in like two months you know what I mean? like we flew through it um but it's funny I think it's good in many ways that you can discover things after they've after they've passed or after they've happened with Netflix and Hulu and on demand and the whole binging but binging has also shaped how people are consuming True. so like normal network television where it used to be you know, that you had a season and you had a season cliffhanger and you had to wait months yes. to find out who shot JR right. or to find out, you know, if if she was going to come back or like, you know, just different yeah. things. And now I think people have less patience for that. Even with shows now like Game of Thrones, it's going to come on once a week. Right. Or like with Better Call Saul, we watch once a week and it just seems like forever. So I think we, we do get spoiled with we the do. binging. We do. And that's why I, I will say that like when the, the Defenders or the uh, uh, the Marvel uh, comes out on, on Netflix, like, um, 
you know, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, whatever. I love the fact that they all come out at once. You know, all right. the episodes. And you can watch however many you we want. We can. You know, we can we can kind of dole them out as we want if we want to really be good. But then we can say, hey, we have some time tonight. We could finish it. And we always get to the point where we're like, okay, we can't. You know, we can't wait. You know, we're we're gonna right. we're gonna finish right. this up. But yeah, I would I would agree with that. Um, and I think that uh, um, you know there is there's definitely a mindset about that that whole. Uh, a binging thing that makes you feel more connected and you know you're, you're very excited about uh, about how that goes um how has um this kind of fandom has had i'm thinking about something in particular how has it entered into your books because i will say that probably in my last 20 books that i've written almost every one i have something incorporated there that that the couple has something in common or they discover something together that has to do with like, like a fandom. They'll be, they'll watch, um, uh, you know, Marvel or they'll watch, um, Buffy or one of my favorites, Veronica Mars, which is coming back this summer. And I'm very, very excited about it. Yeah. Um, and that was fans have demanded yes. that, like that. You know what I mean? Like well, that's exactly. another thing that happens in this age of social media is yeah. that fans can kind of band together right. Right. and, and make demands for what they want to see. Yeah. Yeah. So have you written any of your, any of I'm your trying to think, and I really, I really don't think so. Um, I can't think of anything. I, of course, one of my heroines is a movie actress, right? And so I've kind of mentioned a couple of things in there. Um, uh, Chelsea, who is the sixteen-year-old ghost in that series, um, the last movie that she saw was like Legally Blonde two, um, or like a Reese Witherspoon movie. Yeah. And so they kind of talk about current movies and talk about current events. But I don't think I've really gotten into the fandoms. That's an interesting question. I, it definitely would be something I could explore with Sloane. Yeah, Sloane needs to go to Comic Con <laughs> as the Ghost Slayer. Well, exactly, right? Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, I, I, I find it to be a way to um, uh, kind of reveal more about characters right and, and right to, you know and to th- you know well, how they you know, it's, it's one of their together. interests one of their hobbies one of their you know right their, their right. choices like part of your character development exactly in in yeah. um in your wildest dreams um she's she is uh very much um gia is very much she's she's depressed she's she's just in a very very bad place and and Tate comes into her life, and one of the things that he knows she she's not going to tolerate him being there. She really wants to be alone, and so one of the things that he kind of jumps onto when she mentions Veronica Mars is, "Hey, I've never seen that. Let's watch it." And so they do. They begin watching it, and their discussion of the characters reveals things about each of their past. She cool. loves Logan, and he's he's kind of the bad boy uh, figure, and and so he uses that as a way to you know find out more about where her head is and whatever. So it's, it's a lot of fun. And for me, it's cool because I'm bringing in things that really do matter to me. Right. Um, uh, I think uh, L. Kennedy in one of her books had the characters, like that was part of their um, getting to know each other was watching, uh, binging, Breaking Bad. That's what made me think about it when you mentioned it. Oh, so, cool. No, I think it's well, a, I think it's a good idea. It's not something that I have explored, but it's definitely something that, you know, piques my interest yeah. and something that, that I might look at exploring. Yeah. I, I, now the, I want to see Sloan go to Comic Con. I definitely want to see that. You know, I think I think we need to have the Spectral Slayer at, <laughs> at Comic Con. So I definitely have to look yeah, into that. Have to, have to try that one. So. so, well, we would love to hear from you guys. We would love to hear what your favorite um, 
fandoms are? Is there a fandom that you're a part of? And what do you enjoy about being a part of that fandom? Is there one that's like your guilty secret that maybe you enjoy being part of it, but you don't tell anybody? Um, And is there one that you're just sick of their fans that you're just, you really don't want to hear any more about it? So um, we'd love to hear what you think of fandoms. So um, reach out to us. You can find us on our Facebook page and Open Dialogue. You can email us at opendialogue1 at gmail.com. Or you can reach either one of us on social media, ToddrickHandle.com, VioletHow.com, or on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're everywhere. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere. So, um, and you, yeah. You know, we could have a fandom. Really, if, if anybody would like to start a fandom around an open dialogue, yes, we if, are if, more than willing to be part of that. <laughs> yes, we would love to have fanatics. We'll come visit your house, okay? <laughs> we'll have brunch. <laughs> Just let us know. Yeah. We'll be happy to, uh, you know, put on our own little cosplay. So, I have a mental image. <laughs> <It's not good. laughs> I hope that you all have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. And if you are a Game of Thrones fan, then have at it. Winter is here. Or whatever fan. (laughs) Whatever fan you are. Game of Thrones, Outlander, um, whatever fans you you are. Sloan. Sloan. uh, the Lucy Landry, Spectral Slayer. Um, So thanks for listening. Thank you. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate you listening. If you like it, share it. And if you love it, subscribe to it. And um, we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.